Welcome to P&G's Dog Training Tips, a podcast providing advice and support to pet dog owners and dog training enthusiasts. Hosted by dog trainers Paula Stone and Georgia Selby, and featuring special guest trainers from far and wide. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and uh, welcome to P&G Dog Training Tips. We're back, mate. Hello, Smiley. It's been a while. It has been a while. Refresh, rejig, total different <laughs> places from where we were last time, eh? Absolutely. I mean, I think it's probably been over a year since we last did a podcast. I know, I know. It's been a while, hasn't it? Well, we've had a lot gone on, really, haven't we? Yeah, there has. It's been quite a year, really, hasn't it? Do you want to talk a bit about what you've been up to first? Um, what have I been up to? Well, the business has grown massively. Um, I'm really busy. I think that's why I've been a bit slack when it's come to this, but I'm back on it now. Um, been really busy uh, with my gun dog training. Um, obviously, since I think I was last on here, I don't think I really mentioned that I've got two other spaniels <laughs> within that time from the last time. So I've got Sid, aka Warlord, my liver spaniel, and little Jimmy, who's just under one now. Um, and he's another little, he's a black spaniel. And I both took them on um, to hopefully trial with. Well, that's exciting. It is, yeah. So hopefully do some spaniel trials with them. They're going to do some tests this summer, getting ready for it. More Sid than Jimmy. But yeah, I've just been busy. I've got really busy with clients. Um, I'm pretty inundated at the moment, so it's really good. Um, so that's it, really. Just manic with the gun dog. Can't be happier, though. <laughs> Fantastic. I have been enjoying some of your videos that you've got on your YouTube channel. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. God, I forgot about that. <laughs> so many things. Um, yeah, I've started a YouTube channel. I'm only doing a, one a month and that again because it's like being busy. You, you can only do what you can do. But I've really enjoyed that. And it's nice. I've had some I've actually had clients from that YouTube channel, which I can't believe. Um, and it's been it's been quite a good reception so far. So, yeah, enjoying it. Really enjoying it. Excellent. So what about you, mate? What have you been up to? Well, it's been a bit of a funny year, really. Um, I mean, obviously, I've got my, my young dog, Aria, who will be two in April. They're, Sid and Aria are really similar ages. I think there's only a month between them, isn't there, your Sid? It was. We, we um, grew puppies together. Yeah. So I've had her for two, nearly two years. Um, but like last year ended up being a little bit of a write-off because we lost my dad so that happened um I had covid we lost dad and then we also lost Lenny dog so it was a that was a bit of a sad period in the year but um just chipped away at work really um and been spending a lot of time with Aria because that's been quite therapeutic um and work's just suddenly gone boom again so that's great um i've got the youtube channel as well which i don't think i'm doing quite as much as you are on mine but i do chip away at it i think it's a good good way to get your content out there and get people to know what your training's like really because i'd like to know what someone was like before i paid them for a course i don't know what you think yeah no i'm in i'm in agreement i think people can visually see if you if you suit them or not and see how you train and understand how you work really and you know and it's a nice way to put across and show and even show with your own dogs what you're doing and you know it's nice for them to see us work our dogs as well really isn't it 
Yeah, so. I agree. I think it's important that that people can see sort of how I train, but also what I like to do. Um, so it's it's not been a secret, has it? I've been working on her, herding with Aria now for, um, well, I was already working on it before I got her. So I was already working a bit with Barb Bookmeyer um, before the pup came. And then we've grown, you know, I've followed her method to train her. So she's just getting to the point of stock now, which is quite exciting. And we're just taking it nice and steady because she's quite a, I think she'd be described as quite a soft dog in terms of her power around the sheep. Um, so I'm just taking it at her pace really and enjoying it I'm not gonna lie she has been popping the odd jump here and there as well she's enjoying doing that <laughs> oh well when I seen you with her though god she's like she to me whether you think she's not that um as full-on as you, you as some colleagues she's still flipping full-on and like she was when I watched her do that herding with you uh she I got goosebumps I told you didn't I, I had oh, bloody goosebumps sure. She she, she's definitely intense she's definitely intense uh, I've never had a dog like her um she's <laughs> uh well my dad's collie was pretty chill bless him but um but yeah not this one but she is fab she's perfect for me I wouldn't change her um but yes, yeah, she, yeah, she's uh, just, I mean, that's, we've done that, haven't we? We've been to visit you and we've been up to see Chris yeah, yeah, um, did, Mancini. Yeah. Yeah, um, so we've done a few that, things. What a, we were winners, weren't we, Sid? <laughs> oh, yeah, we might have had a little race with our dogs, guys. And, yeah. and Sid cheated, though, he no, set off before everyone else. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just putting that one out there. But he didn't cheat because I've got photo evidence quite happy to show on the page, by the way, if we need to see the photo evidence of a Cocker Spaniel beating three collies. Well, you yeah, know. you definitely he definitely got across the finish line before the collies. Thing was, he set off a bit before the yeah. collies did. That yeah, was the that's the, dis- the person that was holding the collies was a collie person. She's going to be biased. <laughs> anyway, no one else needs to hear our bickering right now, do they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. We've had quite full-on years, really, haven't we? Well, year or so. So we're really happy to be back, though. I just want to state that. Really happy. Yeah, I mean, I think we've both been a bit sort of like focusing on our own stuff this last year, but we've come back together and um, we've already got the next four podcasts planned, haven't we? Yeah, we've got we've got quite a bit in the pipeline, haven't we, for this? Yep. Um, and we're sort of, just to refresh people's memories, and some people might not have heard us before, this podcast is particularly aimed at people who are learning to train their dogs, really. So it's not, we're not specialising in teaching trainers necessarily, but there is going to be subjects of interest to trainers as well, aren't there? Yeah, absolutely. Because obviously we'll have guest speakers and stuff come on as well and anything we say that other trainers might relate to but then also the speakers you know it's for people to meet hear listen to different speakers and obviously you know hopefully always learning something because i always say every day's a learning day isn't it so absolutely yeah and go on so i was just gonna say the other thing we're quite open to is we'd quite like people to comment on our facebook or send us messages telling us what they'd like to hear about because that gives us ideas of where to go next as well. So if people have ideas of things they want to know more about, please do shout us. Yeah, we, we would love to hear that. I mean, I know like, um, you know, I mean, Paul is more pet side than me and obviously I do the gun dog side, but still I, w- I originally started as a pet trainer. So I just want to state that as well, um, even though I'm my main area, my area now is gun dog. Um, 
and Paula is Pat. We still are, we are open, we want to discuss everything here, not just like Paula said, one particular niche, because I know some people are thinking, oh, well, George is a gun dog. Well, and at some point we will discuss gun dogs, but they'll fall into some form of category anyway, but we're here to talk about everything. Because at the yeah, end of the day, definitely. training's not just one specific way, is it, Paula? So... No, and I think also, you know, it's important to note that we both have working line dogs, don't we? So I think, you know, and a lot of pet people have working line dogs, so there'll definitely be a lot of topics that will be relevant to um, people who work their dogs or to pet dog people alike, so... Spot on. So, should we we talk a little bit about what we, some of the ideas we have coming up and see what they think? Yeah, so I was thinking it would be really nice to involve people who may have ideas of how to enrich dogs' lives. Absolutely. I'm not going to give too much away there, but it would be good to have some stuff like that on the podcast. What about you, Georgia? Well, it'd be nice to see hear from others who are in other different uh, um, sports within the dog world as well. You know? Absolutely. You know, from round to from people who support the dog world to like physios, stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. To to obviously other dog sports like scent work, agility, things like that, you know, because at the end of the day they all will merge at some point and something might help another area and some might help other areas. So it's it's really good that we have a variety of people, you know, and you might hear people or things that you could be interested in and learn from that might help your training, whether that you are doing that particular sport or not. Yeah, yeah, because there's often crossover around impulse control or body work and stuff like that. Um, I'm also thinking it'd be really nice to have a guest speaker talking about the difference between training and behaviour. Absolutely. I think think that might be quite nice. I think that would be a really important one because I think there's a lot of confusion out there between um, the difference between a trainer and behaviourist. And I think for for owners, I think it can be a bit of a minefield for what they're mm. needing for their dog or what what are they actually looking for so to have somebody talk come on and talk about that would be brilliant mm. absolutely and then i was also we we're probably going to be sharing some of some of our things things that we like to talk about so um i'd certainly like to talk about the use of reinforcement and stuff like that uh, different types of reinforcement um and what's reinforcing for different dogs what about you, Georgia? Obviously, you know, I'd like to talk about the gun dogs because I know I work with a lot of high prey drives, which can cause quite a variety of problems for the um, the pet owner that has this working breed and might not understand it as well as mm. they expected it to be. Or what a big thing is, again, with anything with social media, they think they're getting something and it might be very different because I get a lot of people with high prey drive dogs who struggle so to work to have a little chat about that and the different breeds really and what what can happen and stuff would be really good too yeah that'd be interesting and then also i'm thinking we're going to be discussing um topics that might might be seen as like problems people are having with their dogs i'm not talking necessarily um behavioral problems like separation anxiety stuff like that that would be for a behaviorist to discuss but i'm thinking more about things like um issues with recall, um, nipping and biting, different things like that where training and management come in and we can share some tips there because we really want to be able to give give you some tips as well, something you can take away from the podcast. Absolutely. Things that you can go, oh, actually, I didn't think of that. A little, little, what I call nuggets of gold dust. 
And I'm, all, and I'm always collecting them, aren't we? Always. Are you, are you saying your place is a bit dusty? Uh, yeah, I live with four dogs. <laughs> I try my best, guys. I've got Henry following behind me, smiling at times. I think I don't know if he's just smiling because he smiles, or he's just like bloody hell. She's actually she's actually hoovered that floor. <laughs> And uh, I mean, we've got springtime coming up on our small holdings soon, so Ooh, yeah, I might, it might be nice. Yeah, lambing starts in six, five weeks now, maybe four. Goodness me, I better get more stuff. Um, so there, there'll be stuff to discuss around that, and the countryside and owning a dog go hand in hand. So it might be nice to do some discussions around sort of countryside and dogs and how the two can work together and not Actually, cause problems. <laughs> That'd be a really good one because you'll look at it from a farmer's point of view and I'll look mm-hmm. at it from a gun dog point of view of yeah. actual management for me and what to do and how to set your dogs a lot of obviously the gun dog breeds lose the plot in certain environments or yeah. people don't know how to handle them and it's the same with you as farmer people don't know what quite sometimes the law is around it or how to be around stock or anything like that so actually that I that would be a bloody good one wouldn't it? Mm, it would. Hey. Eh? We just fell upon one idea. They better be noting that, lady. Well, you're discussing this like I haven't planned it already, mate. (laughs) It's me who hasn't planned it, isn't it? I bet if any of my clients hear that and I've just said it's me who hasn't planned it, they'll be like, when does she plan? Yeah, well, that's me and you all over, isn't it? You know, I'm an over planner, you're an under planner, but but we both work out pretty well in the end, so it's fine. (laughs) I'm a brief planner. I like write like four words and then I know roughly in my head what I'm doing. But if someone looked at it, be like, what the hell are you running? (laughs) Whereas I'll write two pages and not even look at it. (laughs) But the process of writing it has made made me um, made me embed the knowledge. And that's another thing we could talk about as well is, you know, how we engage different people in our training because yeah. some people really like to do, some people like to watch, yeah, a bit, a bit some people a like to read. Really, mm. Definitely, yeah. So there's plenty of food for thought there, isn't there? And I'm sure we'll be telling some tales about um, things that we've got up to with our dogs oh, across the way. Yes, we will. Because <laughs> I own two cockers and two terriers. They are retired, but I definitely have tales to tell. Don't we, Siddeley and Jimmy? They're both looking at me like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I, while I've only got Aria, she is the strength of 10 dogs. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> There'll be plenty of stories to tell about that little lady, oh, the queen yeah. of sass. I think I tell my client a story, or some form of client every day, a story or something. Because at the end of the day, that's another thing is, is, I like to be um, honest with my clients because our training journeys, that would be another thing be good to talk about, is our training journeys are not always straightforward either with our own dogs. So sometimes when my client's having a bit of a rough session where they're thinking what the hell's going on or why is my dog doing that, I always refer back to one of mine because it's open and say, look, this has happened with mine. And people feel like they feel more okay that it's happening i always call it feedback anyway but mm-hmm. just makes them feel better doesn't it when you discuss your journey with your dog you know it's it makes them realize that even though we're trainers not everything sails smoothly no not at all i mean and i think uh I, I was talking about this in class just this week it's very easy to be looking over there and seeing what someone's doing with their dog and all you see at that moment in time is that person and that dog and they might be doing some beautiful heel work or a magnificent recall and people will often look at that and go 
why can't my dog do that yeah and yeah. you know what you don't see is all the work behind that exactly <laughs> you know there's probably been a hell of a lot of work and maybe some tears behind that picture <laughs> tears laughter i think i've developed a million lines on my face owning cockers <laughs> And my oh, whistle is officially chewed down. It's got holes in it. <laughs> I always say to people, like, I, I look at their everyone's smart whistles and I thought, you're not there yet. You haven't got there yet. <laughs> and I've just got holes in my whistle from my teeth marks. Well, you never know. They might have had to replace their whistle three times. That's the thing. <laughs> I know. I have to wash mine. and then I, But then I like... I've even chipped my tooth on my whistle. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, cockers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, fair fair dues. My teeth are fine at the moment. I, I'm planning on keeping them that way. <laughs> dentist went, the dentist generally went, what the hell have you done here? I went, whistling. And he went, you what? I said, bloody, bloody dog. <laughs> I said, don't ask any more. <laughs> so how regular are you thinking we're going to get these podcasts out then, Georgia? What, what are we going to tell people our plan is? Are we going to try and do something like one a month or something? Yeah, we're like gonna. That? We are going to be diary setting it anyway, aren't we? So we'll give people heads up what's coming up. Uh, we'll... And they can look on our Facebook page, can't they, for regular updates of what's coming Absolutely. up? And... Absolutely, we'll be putting up nice regular posts. What's coming up? What's in the pipeline? We're aiming once a month. If we do get any done any sooner than that, we'll obviously let you know. But we're going to be putting them in our diary, so we'll have a regular date, and for you guys to know when the next episode's coming out. Um, but yeah we're we're excited and we're so chuffed to be back yeah i mean now and now it's it's a bit like putting your gym shoes on once you get around to putting your gym shoes on you're going running aren't you it's easy <laughs> we've been struggling to get our gym shoes on but now they're on you you go gym <laughs> I, I i've attempted once and never again <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i've i've thought my gym shoes are actually off at the minute but <laughs> i'm planning on putting them back on again i'll say soon. i put me wellies on then i'll be all right <laughs> So I think that that'll do for now, won't it? That gives people a good idea of what we're what we're going to be doing and when we're going to be doing it. But make sure that you like the Facebook page because if you don't follow and like things like that, how are you going to know what's coming up? Absolutely. Keep keep your eyes peeled, guys. Keep thing out. Like I said, social medias will be coming up. Um, keep keep a lookout, and we look forward to. We look forward to the feedback of this first episode. And like I said, we're back, guys. Boom. (laughs) All right, signing off. Right. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining. See you on the next episode. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you.